who you are is what we want is actually interesting when people's bullshit all drops away and she's like no just just be and just do what's in front of you mm -hmm. right and then suddenly there's like this incredible life that's going on you know we we see these people and it's fascinating but it only comes from letting it all go from mm -hmm. stop from no longer needing to be interesting no longer needing to be more than what you are this is way of the artist with brandon colby cook and evan schulte identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art And we're rolling. We're rolling on another podcast. We've got a really great one, I think, <laughs> for you on, on this one. Um, this is uh, Be Nothing and Do Something. And this is something that is uh, has a lot of very deep personal meaning for me. Uh, it's come out of a realization that I, I had recently for myself. Um, so just to give you to give you the listener an idea of, of a lot of what's been going on uh, for me, you know, I'm I'm teaching acting classes, I'm doing a play, doing a podcast, you know, doing these uh, and, and I do writing stuff as well, like posting blogs and 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 this is all stuff that uh, I, I love to do. And I was in a place where all of it felt so heavy and I wasn't really enjoying a lot of the things that I was doing, maybe momentarily, but then it was just, I would slipping back into this place of just this, this heaviness and anxiety around all of it. And that put me into the space of, well, what am I doing? If I don't really enjoy doing this, I'm not really feeling motivated to do this then what the hell am I going to do? And, you know, there's this crazy, crazy spiral of the mind <laughs> that can happen. And as I was going into it and exploring, it's like, well, what the hell is, is going on with me, right? And I was, I was sitting in a meditation and I, I, was, I was just looking at it. And I realized that everything, all of these things that I just said that I was doing, all of those things were coming with this sort of subconscious thing underneath the surface that everything that I was doing had to be something. It had to have some sort of big impact, you know? So it was, it was this, this attachment of, uh, of, of it being something, but also of me being something, of me being someone. And this whole notion of you've got to be somebody, you know, and you've got to be something. And that whole construct, which is, which is a heavy layer of conditioning that we have in our society, that was making everything impossible to do. There was like, and it made complete sense the moment that it struck me because I mean, when you're, when everything has to be something, when everything has to have some sort of, you know, massive effect, then you're, you're guessing 
you're second guessing yourself all the time, not even second guessing, triple guessing, you know, quadruple guessing everything that you're doing. And there's just no freedom. There's no play mm. left in. And, and I'm talking about things that I'm like, what the hell? Like, I love doing these things. What, what's wrong? You know, it can, this is how, what I was realizing was how, how incredibly uh, destructive this whole notion of being someone can, can have in our lives because it was just sucking the joy out of things that are joyful things for me. So I'm just gonna, I'm throwing that all out there right <laughs> off the top. Cause I'm like, this is, this is what's going on, you know, for me, this is what has been recent and relevant. And I thought it would be a really cool thing for us to talk about. Yeah, it was good. That was a good, good way to like lay it out there and tell everybody what the hell we're talking about because this title isn't necessarily one of those ones where you would know what we're going to get into yeah yeah i mean for me that's been that's been a really big thing although i didn't really realize it until you brought it up but my idea of who i think i am and where i need to get and what everything needs to mean it plays a big part in my life and you know, it, it's sneaky. You don't really realize it's happening a lot of the time. I think for me right now, one of the challenges that I'm facing is, I mean, I've been in the film industry for about 20 years now. I've been this filmmaker, actor, screenwriter, and, you know, made somewhat of a career out of this. And I don't really want to do it that much right now. Mm -hmm. And it's weird for me because my whole life has been about, well, as much as my independent creative life has been, it's been about filmmaking, you know, it's been yeah. about acting and screenwriting and to not really want to do it is not really giving me as much of a creative outlet because I don't really feel so much like making a movie right now or writing another script or I don't even care about being on a television show or acting in anything like it. Like, honestly, if I booked a role right now, I would care less. It wouldn't matter to me, which is a weird <laughs> thing. And um, something that I've been realizing is I'm really, I have this interest and curiosity in video game development, but I don't know how to program. I don't know how to do half the shit that you got to do or a quarter of it. Um, and so it's one of those things where if I took it on, I mean, it would need to be out of a hobby. It would need to be out of just pure interest mm -hmm. because... I mean, in the near and distant future, I don't know, near or distant future, I don't know like whether I would make money from it or if it would get me anywhere, if it would do anything for me, yeah, or if it'll just be like something I'll venture down and then decide I don't want to go that way. But yeah, it's like immediately when I was like, oh, there's this video game course I could take and in the local college that's like near my place. And then immediately I was like, yeah, but I need to make money. I need to forward my career. <laughs> I need yeah. to do all this stuff. I need to be this guy. And um, what about all these other things that I, you know, need to do? Yeah. And, it, you know, when I started filmmaking, I didn't start filmmaking to be like some big filmmaker. I actually just made a film because I thought it would be fun. Yeah. And it was. And then I decided to make a career out of it after that because it was fun. Video games could be the same thing for me. Or maybe not. But I, but I think if I don't go into it because it's fun... I think that's, I'll shoot myself in the foot before I even get started, before yeah. I even take the first step. Yeah. 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 And it's, I mean, it, this is where it's something 
you know, like I, I'm sharing my experience of, you know, this is what I came to the realization of, you know, because, you know, and I was able to pretty much test it right away because the moment I went and began, you know, doing one of these things, acting or writing or whatever, and I started to feel this sort of anxiety come up, I could tell myself, hey, just be nothing. And suddenly it was like, oh, that now I could can do it and I could do it and I could enjoy it mm -hmm. and have fun doing it. So it's like that. But there are times when, you know, sometimes something doesn't feel right. And and it's not necessarily just because we're putting something on it, but it can be because, yeah, there's a different direction that, you know, some part of us wants to go, some part of us that's still a mystery to us wants to go into yeah and that's um you know we did a great talk on curiosity and curiosity is just such an uh, a, a, an amazing and extraordinary th thing that we have at our disposal you know when we choose to follow it mm -hmm. you know and and it's like it says because curiosity says go explore that see what's there right and whatever's next will be next right but you have to actually go down that that route but part of the thing of that comes with curiosity though, is is attention mm -hmm. right and so even for my own circumstance I, I try to take the approach of being curious just like okay well what is this feeling what is this about trying to just really pay attention which is why I love meditation right and it's like I can just try and sit and be still and just quiet myself as much as possible and just give my attention to what's going on internally like well, how am i feeling what is that all about and and i always you know i i've been quoted as saying this a few times now it's just like i think attention is magic it's the like the most incredible magic trick that we have as human beings because attention has a way of just revealing everything you know when you truly give something your attention with no expectations with no you know preconceived notions of what's going on but just truly giving something your attention mm. and all of this stuff just suddenly starts appearing yeah and you go holy shit I, that's part of why i love doing this podcast is we just give our attention to some subject or topic and i always end up walking away with something i didn't understand before yeah. or understanding something a little bit more and i'm like how did that even happen you know it's like it's it, it it baffles me at times right it's and it's simply through our attention so sometimes that can reveal different things for myself it revealed that it's like hey you still love the things that you're doing it's just the way that you're thinking about it and you're looking at it that's that you need to adjust whereas you know perhaps for your own circumstance you know maybe that it, it is that too but maybe it's also yeah hey go and go and explore some other areas maybe that's the thing to do yeah and not try to be anybody or get anywhere doing it. Yes. I think that's the key thing for me right now is, you know, is doing this stuff for fun. Um, I, I think that, you know, you brought up something earlier, which was about how we're cultured in the West a lot to think about like hustle culture and constantly get somewhere and do something. And yeah. I feel like I get caught in this all the time because there is this tremendous amount of pressure to be like a goal setter mm -hmm. and to get somewhere and to achieve things and I have some goals that I've been setting and I've been knocking a few off recently some big ones 
and it's been nice, but um, I think part of the problem is you get too goal focused. You start to miss out on certain things that is another quality of life that isn't talked about enough, which is like your creative expression mm -hmm. and your just your general like passion, you know, like it's one thing to be passionate about goals and getting something and there is this elation about achieving it and all of that. But there's something about just the fact that you enjoy working towards something or building something or, or just doing yeah. something, you know, like the actual thing is fun and not, and I'm not talking like watching TV or like playing a video game. It's like the actual like creating of it, yeah. you know, which is the fun thing or whatever it might be that you, that you do. There's leisure and I'm not talking about leisure. I'm talking about when you actually are putting effort and energy into something, but you enjoy it. And it doesn't even have to be anything. You actually enjoy doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, for some people it's drawing. For some people it's just making the music um, or whatever it is they're doing. But it's this expression. And I feel like hustle culture is one of those things that sometimes it kind of like mutes all that. Because you're trying to do something to get somewhere, to achieve something, to be somebody, or whatever way you do yeah. it. But it's all meant for something more than what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's where the problem seems to lie. And it stops curiosity. I mean, I think that's what I'm noticing just for myself at this point is it stops me from being curious. Yeah. Because if it has to get me somewhere, there's no time to just do it. Yeah. And it also, <laughs> like, as... One of the things I was realizing, too, is that it really makes um, everything feel like work, you know, as opposed to right. like, it's like, well, hey, hang on a second. Like if I'm not trying to put anything on it, it becomes more like play. Yeah. You know, and really like with with goals, you know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with goals. But again, I think there's something with the way that we set goals for ourselves, the way that we look at goal setting. I mean, there's for one, there's a whole can of worms of like a lot of goals that we set are out of shoulds and ought tos yes right which is not the way to do it because really goals are about like look how you know we have this life you know we have this one life that we know of <laughs> yeah. at this moment yeah and it's how do we want to spend that how do we want to play our lives out and the goal is really it's like it's about what do we want to create what do you want to create for yourself? And that has nothing to do with what you get in many respects of it. Because in many ways, the, it's the, the setting of the goal is its own immediate reward, right? It's like, okay, I'm setting about creating this. Mm. And it, it sets out a whole path, a whole journey of something that you want, right? Not just something that's at the end of it. Because there's never an end of it you know it's like yeah sure you might reach this one point but then you're, there's just going to be another thing and another thing so clearly that's not the point clearly that's not the point because there's never a, a time when we say yep i'm finished <laughs> there's never that not until the day that we die there's never going to be a point where we say i'm finished yeah i'm done yeah right like there will always be something so the whole setting goals as a way to get something at the end of it is is a self-defeating path to take to take in many yeah, ways to you know, make a goal to like 
to be somewhere other than where you are. Yes. You know, there's yeah. that's yeah. that's exactly it. It's to be somewhere else than where you are, as opposed to no, I'm setting this goal because because the path is the goal ultimately, right? Yeah. It's like uh, I use this one all the time, but it's like it's a mountain climber. You know, they they pick a peak, right? But it's not just so that they can stand at the peak. It's because they love to climb. Yeah. <laughs> they love to climb. They love the feeling of it. They love the exhilaration. The you know all of the experiences that come with it. The challenge of that, even they're like they're taking it on willingly and saying, like, yeah, I'm gonna go up against this mountain. But it's not just to stand at that peak. You know, if you just want to stand at the peak of a mountain, you can take a helicopter. Yeah. You know, well, but it's some of these peaks you can't. But some of them you can't. But, but, but if you could. You know, you, you wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't yeah. be the same. And, and it's not to say that there's not this incredible sense of, I did it. You know, when, when you get to the top, of course there is. Of course there is. But that's not, like, that's not ultimately what the point is. You know, those climbers are going to go on to do, continue to climb. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, again, it's not over. But we don't look at that, especially in our in, in a Western culture. We don't set our goals that way. We don't set our goals in the sense of like, what's the journey I want to take? You know, what or what's the thing that I want to give? It's mm. almost always about what's the thing that I want to get at the end of the road. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 the focus on the thing that takes you out of the moment. That's the problem. I mean, yeah. You know, one of the things that I'm dealing with right now in my class, in the class that I coach weekly, is we've been talking a lot about, we've just been talking a lot about like how, you know, you, you people are going through pain. People go through pain and then they achieve their thing and then there's this elation, whatever. But pain... Um, you know, we've just been working, working through this whole thing. And the, the important thing to remember is that, for example, one of my clients' back hurts. He, he just did his back in real bad. Yeah. Right? And I've been going through a bit of a back sciatic pain, but it's kind of seems like it's done now. I seem free and clear. And I can say personally that I have never appreciated my health more than what I do right now. Mm -hmm. Now, this particular client, he's going through this back issue. And he's been struggling to write. He's been struggling to create. But he says, you know, week after week, this is all he wants to do. He wants to write. He wants to tell stories. And then his back went out. And he's been writing more than ever now that his back went out. It's interesting. Because mm. before he was free and clear of back pain. And now he's in total back pain. But he's writing more. Yeah. <laughs> and I said on the call, the last time we had a call, I said, you know, there's somebody out there right now that's like a paraplegic or whatever. And they would just love to have back pain. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the thing is, is, is that you're in, you could be in a terrible situation, you know, something's hurting, something's not good in your life, but there's someone out there that doesn't even get that, you know? And even when you're in the most terrible of moments, you can kind of go like, if your foot hurts, you can go like, at least I have a leg to stand on to have a foot that would fucking hurt. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? There's, yeah, yeah. A, there's a certain amount of, there's a certain amount of appreciation and gratitude that comes with the fact that you can appreciate and be in the moment that you're in and not need to make it be different. And I think a lot of what we're talking about is like, 
like, oh, like life will be good when I feel good. Life will be good when I'm healthy. Life will be good when I have money. Mm-hmm. Well, right now, if you can't appreciate this, don't even fool yourself because you're going to get to that moment. It's not going to make it much of a difference at all. Yeah. You, you know, it might temporarily improve your situation. You might feel good for a little bit, but I'm telling you, it's going to go away because right now is your moment right now is the moment you remember that yeah. little that little i'm batman and robin thing i had well, oh yeah, i had yeah, an yeah, epiphany yeah. that weekend which was like this is my moment this right now is my moment this is the only moment that matters and this is fucking it yeah and if this isn't everything that i ever hoped and dreamed for right now then i'm doing something wrong yeah and and basically, just to give the audience a little idea, I was looking at a deck of cards. We were about to play a game, and I was sitting there, and I just had this epiphany. I was like, "This is my moment. Like, like these are my cards. This is my life. This is everything that I get to be right now." And and I just realized, like, every moment that I have right now is my moment. It's my moment to enjoy, and. You know, it's funny because you have these epiphanies and you have these wild kind of discoveries, but then you forget them because you get back into hustle culture. You get back into like your demands and your obligations yeah. and who you think you need to be. But then we have a talk like this and it reminds you, it's like, oh yeah, let's just stop for a second. Let's just be right here. And what do you want to do? What? Do you, how do you want to express this? You know? And yeah, like work towards something, of course, but but you got this right now. Yeah. And you got to be in love with this. And if you're not in love with this right now, then that should be like a warning sign. That should be like like when you're when you have a health scare. That should be the same thing. You should be like, "Okay, something's wrong. I'm not enjoying the moment." Like instead of distracting myself, instead of trying to get away from it and trying to, try to be somewhere else, what is it going to take for me to recognize that this is fucking incredible? And yeah. then if this is incredible, you can do anything. Right? But Easier said than done, but I feel like that's why we're having this talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if, if uh, people are hearing like a little noise in the background, it's because we've got a couple of uh, just a couple of little kittens running around making uh, making trouble and getting into things out there. Um, <laughs> just in case, I, just just in case anyone was wondering. Yeah. Uh, masters of the moment. Yeah. Those kitties are. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's so true. I mean. I would say that you know most of us, myself included in this. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm. I'm free and clear of this at all. But most of us are. We we live in ideas. You know, we're living in ideas of things going on as opposed to what is actually happening. Instead of living in the actual moment of and and the present. You know, it's like we're we're living in. You know, ideas of what what might happen tomorrow or next month or whatever it is, or we're living in ideas of, you know, what just happened, you know, a little while ago, or with this person, with that person. And suddenly we find ourselves just like, you know, we're like, oh, shit, where the hell was I just a moment ago? You know, sometimes, you know, life has a way of just like confronting us with something immediately. And we're just struck by something that is, you know, um, you know, really beautiful. A lot of times beauty is something that that can just suddenly just like, take us right into the present moment but also you know something really horrifying can do that too um but yeah yeah i mean this whole thing i i think i've gotten a little little off of of 
Well, What's yeah. But anyhow, let's being let, present. Being present, but, but being, being present comes with not trying to be anybody, not trying to be anything, not trying yeah. to make anything anything. Being present is letting this be whatever it is, because this this is this is it. You know, um, it you 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 are in this moment. You found yourself in this moment. And another thing we we talk a lot about in the course that I teach. I'm not trying to pump the chorus. I'm just, it's just relevant because it's something I'm realizing comes up for a lot of people. But one of my clients was talking about, you know, she just got a new car. She's got some, a bunch of success in her acting career. And she said, I feel like when something, whenever something good happens to me, something bad happens to my family, you know, hmm. and she's got this. And I said, well, that's a pattern. You know, you you see yourself doing something good and then immediately you've taught yourself to look for something bad. You know, that doesn't those two things don't exist in in correlation. Yeah. Someone's not getting sick or getting hurt or their life isn't getting messed up because yours is getting better. It's not working that way. But here's how it works for you. You succeed and immediately you have this pattern like there present for you and you immediately look for how something bad is probably going to happen and you'll find it because you're looking for it. And just like you said, it's what you put your attention on, you will Mm -hmm. find. You know, we had a talk about this. I actually was just re-listening to it. Seek and you shall find. Mm. You know, whatever you look for, you will find. But um, my point here is that for one, you will find whatever you look for. So in this moment, if there's, if there's anything wrong, you're looking for it and you're finding it. Mm-hmm. And it's really that simple. Mm-hmm. And I know you don't want to hear that. And I know that you, you, know, you, should, you should almost pinch yourself and wake yourself up because every time you have a, a bad moment and you're like, I don't like this, pinch yourself and wake yourself up because you're finding it. You're looking for it and you're going to get it. Like you're the master of your own domain. You're going yeah. to create whatever experience you want. Um, the other thing is, is that, you know, getting, getting what you want, like having all of that, um, come together, it is you, like you are it. There is no thing outside of you that's going to help you do that. Like you are it, it is inside of you. Like Everything outside of you is an expression of your internal world. When something is wrong on the outside, what's, what that's telling you is that something on the inside is not in line with how you feel the world should be. That's mm-hmm. all the external world really does. Right. But it sounds, okay, this sounds fucking nuts, but the external world is exactly an, a, reputation, a representation of what's in your internal world. And this is how I know this. I'm going to just prove this forever okay if you have a problem with the outside world that problem you have is inside of you Mm -hmm. so you somehow found yourself in that problem because in your internal world you created it now you probably wouldn't recognize you had the internal problem unless you had an external manifestation to recognize you had an internal problem otherwise you wouldn't acknowledge the internal problem Right. And here's the thing I always say to my class. Nothing comes from nowhere and everything comes from somewhere. Mm-hmm. These things don't just happen. This is worked for. It's developed. It's through time and effort and energy. Things 
come together to get to that point where this happens. You know, right now I'm paying off some debt from my past self as I look at it. But that debt didn't come from nowhere. That debt came from who I was and where I was at. Yeah. I didn't just find myself here. I got myself here. And that took, you know, you could say years, you could say decades of time to get to this point, to earn, to get myself to that ability, to, to, to have debt, to even pay off. Like mm-hmm. I had to work to get there in a weird way. That sounds yeah, yeah. funny. But what I'm saying is that what I like about this talk is like, if you're going to just let this moment be this moment, you're in this moment, but your past and everything that kind of accumulated, you're in it. And now you get to deal with it. You know, yeah. it's like reap what you sow. You, you know, maybe you're overweight. Okay, you're overweight. So what? You know, you're overweight. You did that just didn't happen overnight. You just wake up and you're overweight. You ate a lot of cupcakes or whatever you did. You did what you did. You came from a obese family. I don't know your story, but you, it's maybe it's not your fault. You say it's not my fault. Who gives a shit? You you are where you are. It is what it is. Look, I didn't have a perfect family. I didn't have perfect perfect. Nobody did. But and, and nobody even if does, yeah. nobody does. But you are where you are. So make this moment incredible and then do something with it. You know, you don't have to change it. You don't have to make it different. But if you don't like the way it is, then if you just let your your internal like values and your internal moral compass, your internal guide, it will put you on the right path. You know, a lot of your goals are innate. They're natural. They're not things that are going to come out of nowhere. And here's the last thing. I'm going to wrap this all around. <laughs> referring to my client. She said, every time something good happens to me, something bad happens to someone in my family. Oh, right, right. Well, that thing that happened in your family didn't happen because something good happened to you. That happened because nothing comes from nowhere and everything comes from somewhere. That person put themselves into that spot to get to that moment and it just so timely happens that you put yourself in that way to get to this moment and yours happened to be good and theirs happened to be not so good in your perspective and now you're trying to make some relationship between them that doesn't exist. Yeah, and also there's a whole bunch of like, you know, taking on, I mean with family it's hard, but you know, you're taking on, you know, something else is going on as opposed to just respecting and recognizing that you know, your family members are, are just other people who are on their journey as well, you yes. know, to go back into all the, the stuff that you just went through. It's like, yeah, they're on their journey of, you know, discovery and attention and figuring things out and learning. Right. And, you know, to, to take that on, it's like, oh, you know, the, like every time something good happens, something, you know, like it's, it's, that's not really the case of, of what's happening but you know even if you that seems to be something that's going on which you're most certainly not the cause of you know it's it's something that you as person you don't have to you don't have to let that destroy what's happening for you you know like you don't have to let that that go down um i want to i want to just like reshift the focus here for a second because uh something you're saying like it's interesting because, you know, for myself, this, this sort of not necessarily discovery for me, it was, it was, uh, almost like a reminder because this isn't the first time that this has come up and I realized like, Oh shit, you know, I need to really, you know, make sure I'm paying more attention to 
this uh, this sort of pattern within myself of this need to to be something and be mm. someone. But it's interesting because how what I'm I teach in my classes, like with with actors and sometimes with with non-actors, because it a lot of what I do has has broader broader um, implications to it. But a huge part of why I love doing what I do is that is because I feel like I'm teaching people to just let themselves be. <laughs> it's a huge part of what I teach. It was like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I get a little bit of humility. It's like I got my own work to do still. <laughs> um, but it, it really is because I'm, I'm teaching people to just like, hey, look, leave yourself alone. Leave yourself alone and just be right here, right now, and let's see what happens. You know, when you let yourself do that, when you stop putting all these pressures on yourself that I have to, you know, I have to do this right. I have to be interesting. People have to like me. People have to be entertained. You know, all of like all of this and more is is going on in the, the method and the approach that I teach. And it has, is in such a way that it just it it makes people confront it. Like it has a way of like suddenly you, we have to confront all of that shit that's going on because it gets in the way of being in the moment with another person, of really being with that person. And, and there's no way of escaping it, which is really cool. If anyone, not to be mysterious, I teach what's called Meisner, the Meisner technique um, in the acting world. It's, it's really freaking cool. Anyhow. It was just it was so bizarre that I'm like, oh, here I am trying to be something and like here and I'm teaching my people. It's like, hey, like stop trying to to be something else and just just be who you are, yeah. because as we start to discover in the process is that it's like who you are. Is what we want is actually interesting when people's bullshit all drops away. And she's like, no, just just be and just do what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. Right. And then suddenly there's like this incredible life that's going on. You know, we we see these people and it's fascinating, but it only comes from letting it all go from mm -hmm. stop from no longer needing to be interesting, no longer needing to be more than what you are. It's right? it's the eternal struggle, you know, that people people are going through everybody's going through it to some degree some have figured out maybe more peace with it but it's self-acceptance and self-love yeah and you know sometimes when it comes to when it comes to art and it comes to entertainment it's not about being liked it's about providing a service it's about doing a job and you know if your goal as an actor and this is from a producer director point of view if your goal as an actor is about being liked, you, you, you're, you're missing it. A lot of you are missing mm -hmm. it because sometimes your job is not to be liked. Sometimes your job is to be hated. Sometimes your job is <laughs> to be despised. Sometimes your job is simply to do something and bring something that nobody expects. And it might be ugly. But, man, if we capture that on camera, man, if somebody sees that in the audience in the moment, that's going to be incredible. But yeah. if you don't allow that, then we don't get it. And, you know, 
you know, you, you live a little bit of life, you're going to find out it's not all rosebuds. Sometimes it's thorns. And yeah. sometimes you got to be the thorn. And sometimes you got to be the thorn for yourself. You know, it's like, and I think, that, you know, actually, as we're talking about this, I'm realizing more and more, it's like this need to be liked, this need to be loved, yeah. this need to be accepted is such a, such a bastard of a, of a thing that we let get in the way. Mm-hmm. You know, so much of my early, early years in, you know, I think pers- for a lot of people in the early years, you know, especially oh. as teenagers, you know, we're, we're all trying to oh, learn yeah. to be accepted. Teenagers is big time acceptance, yeah. right? Be liked, be accepted. Um, you know, I think for me, I remember I was, I was actually working with Ted. Ted was our acting teacher. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we were doing some acting and whatever. And, and Ted was, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Ted. Ted was like, we were doing something with acting and was going for something. He was like, well, right. And then you'll be loved. <laughs> and it was just like the bomb dropped. <laughs> because I was like, that's what I've been doing. I could just <laughs> I could just picture Ted Ted doing that too. Just like sitting there in his chair, just kind of looking. And he's like, it's like, right, right. And then you'll be loved. Yeah. Like just like very softly and gently, but yeah. it goes off. Yeah, it goes off like a, like oh, a fucking atom bomb inside yourself. Totally. What a, and he's I, a great teacher. Great teacher. He's amazing. And uh, I realized, man, so much of what I do is just, I'm just trying to be loved. And once I had that awareness and once I had that acceptance, and I was realizing that like so much of what I'm doing is just really to be loved because, you know, and it, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to get sympathy or whatever. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. It's the only reason why I'm sharing it is that, a lot of us feel unloved. A lot of us don't feel lovable. And maybe we don't call it that. Maybe we don't know it's that. Maybe you call it not good enough. Maybe you think whatever. But it's this like, well, if I get this, then I'll be loved essentially, right? And if you don't need that anymore, if that, if that isn't your sole focus, if you're not trying to do something to get the love, if you're just doing it because you love it, yeah, that's a different thing, and and interestingly enough, people will love you for it. Yeah, not yeah. Every, some people will hate you for some it. Some people, you know, hate that's you just for the it. way it goes. But that's not your business. That's not your business. It's not your business at all. That's a good way to put it. And yeah. in and in many ways, also the people who love you for it, it's not your business either. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, because that's the uh, that's like one of these little double edged swords. Like you know, you, it's great to get praised and showered on you know but there's a real danger in that too because the next time you go to do something suddenly you're trying to just do something that you did before yeah there's a saying it's something like if you live by their applause you'll you'll die by their uh yeah 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 insult or whatever it is something, I, I don't know the that, word but, but that captures it well enough those lines yeah um you know something that's that i'm really understanding out of this conversation now too is that in the whole game of being someone, being something, is that that is an absolute killer, destroyer of innovation and of actual creation. Because when you're playing that game of trying to be someone and be something, you are completely locked in what, is art, what has already been done and what we already know. 
there's no innovation that can possibly occur in that space. Mm. Because when you're in that space, you're constantly playing it safe. You're you, because you can't, you know, you, you're just trying to look at some things like, well, what is something that someone else has already done? Mm. Right. And it's, you know, it really is this, it's not easy. It's a tough thing. It's a, it can be a scary thing to do because we want, especially in the world that we've kind of built for ourselves, you know, it's like, people are like, I want results. You know, it's like, there's all of these companies and, and there's, <laughs> you know, one of my favorite sort of people out there doing great things in the world, in my opinion, is, uh, is Simon Sinek. And he goes into different companies and, and businesses and stuff like that. Same thing with Brene Brown. She does some of this stuff too. But she goes into these companies that say it's like, yeah, no, like we want, you know, our employees to be more creative and to be more innovative and all of this stuff. But then they're given these demands for these results and, you know, these, you know, these, these payoffs out of it. And she's like, well, you, you can't have both of them. Mm -hmm. You can't have that security. You can't have that assurance and have innovation at the same time. That's not how it works. Innovation thrives in a place of uncertainties. That's the only place it works. And some things are not going to, to come to fruit. But some things will pay out. And when they do, it will be something that is actually something the world hasn't seen before yeah. that actually hasn't been done before yeah but it, th that's the that's the only ground with which that occurs it mm -hmm. can't happen in that space of well you know we've got to you know it's like it's got to it has to do this mm -hmm. right it has to have this effect it has to have this result whatever it it's never gonna innovation is never going to occur in that space yeah you have to give yourself you have to give yourself i think a certain amount of freedom to explore and to fail and to do things that aren't going to work so that you can find out maybe a path that might work. And what I mean by that is, you know, there are stories or there are ideas that you have or, or things that matter to you that might not matter to anybody, but because they matter to you, they might matter to everybody. And it's one of those things where you need to, you need to be willing to go down a road that might not seem to matter to anybody yeah. only because it matters to you. Because maybe <laughs> you'll go down that road and discover something that actually matters to everybody that nobody has realized yet. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, you can't uncover something that somebody's already uncovered they've already uncovered it it's not new like yeah when you uncover it and you figure it out then everybody will copy and try to exploit that thing that you <laughs> uncovered but you know if you're yeah, some people for sure will. yeah and that's part of the world right that's part of how things work but um if you want to be like a creative genius if you want to be somebody that's going to do something new that's going to do something memorable something important something that stands out pioneering you know, you're going to have to be willing to, to, to go and, 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 and venture into your, to yourself without the need to be anything other than what you are like, and you don't even know what that is. And that's, that's like taking a path that no one's ever walked before. 
But for some reason, you're not just taking any path. It's not like the path doesn't exist. Yeah. The path exists for you, mm-hmm. but no one else sees it. It's like if you're walking through a forest. If and you're lucky, someone else might see it. Yeah. Because I say that nobody, because some people do. Some people have that gift and, and they can see where someone's going and they can yeah. offer it. But, you know, it's that that's I would say that's rare. That's a rare thing to find. Mm hmm. But um, to be like somewhat visionary. Yeah. But I mean, it starts with you knowing that first, you know, it starts with you walking that path first and daring to do that, that someone else can see it. It doesn't start with you, you know, hunkering back and and hoping for somebody to come along and just like, no, you can you can no one else is going to show your path for you no you know like that's never going to happen you might have supporters once you've decided to walk it yeah you know but again it also will usually come with its own with its naysayers as well and you might not even know you're walking it you know yeah you might just be thinking you're just doing your life just doing you and then all of a sudden you realize all of a sudden some people are paying attention and all of a sudden you're like hey i am somewhere i've gotten something well, watch out then, because then your ego can like come come right yeah, back at you. Yeah, exactly. But, and but, that's where it's you know, still important to just like, hey, just, oh yeah, just you've be never nothing. made it. Be nothing. Yeah, you know, it's like because that's the only like for me, I've discovered like I'm like, wow, that's actually that's freedom. For me, like I like I'm I'm working on it, but I can still see, you know, in the distance. I'm like, you know, if I can continue to just in some ways to just recondition myself, you know, out of this, this pattern that I've been in and to really just learn how to, how to act for, for its own sake and not for it to having to, to come out of a place of having to be someone and be something, but that that's freedom. Mm-hmm. That's real, true freedom mm-hmm. in life. You know, when there's, that's when you can actually, there, this is where like the sort of real authenticity comes out of this, right? Because, you know, the title of this is Be Nothing and Do Something, right? And that's, I think, the, the beauty of this is like when you can let go of your bullshit, when you can let go of your ego and just go into a place, enter into that space of, of hey, I don't have to be anything, that's the most incredible spot to actually do something, you know, to actually create something because then you're not limited. Then you're, then you're, you are actually free to do whatever it is that you have to do. Mm -hmm. You know, you're, because your attention is only on that, on only what is required of this thing that you've set out to do. And there's no, voice in your head of being like oh are people gonna like this or is 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 this gonna you know there's none of these questions constantly just nagging and biting at you Mm -hmm. it's just attention and focus and flow Mm -hmm. that comes from that space i'll say something that i feel is something relevant to all this which is that the world every person is projecting all the time they're always projecting onto everything themselves in some way and trying to work the world through themselves so if you don't feel liked or accepted by people a lot of the time what's happening is it's because the way that you project 
is you're trying to put yourself in the position of someone else to look at you, but they're not looking at you from your perspective. So first, the first thing to understand, and this might be a complicated concept, but everybody is really just a mirror. So when you see someone not liking you, not loving you, not whatever, it really has nothing to do with that. That's what, what's, what's happening is you're mirroring back that you don't like yourself, that you don't love yourself, or you're not in a place of loving yourself. It's not that you don't, whatever, like that's irrelevant, but your experience of yourself is not love. Your experience of yourself is not like or acceptance. So if you stop trying to make the world different, if you stop trying to make everyone else change and you recognize that what's inside of you is just getting reflected back at you, then you can be then you can start to go, oh, it's inside of me. Like I'm creating this whole thing. Um, the other the other thing is, is that if the whole world is just a mirror, then really, like if you look out in the world and you don't like what you see, what's happening is you're just mirroring something inside of yourself that you don't like. It's really that simple. Mm -hmm. and, and, and this is like, it's devastating at first. Because <laughs> if you hate your life, it's devastating. Because basically what's happened now is you look at your life and you go, well, shit. Like, I'm the one. Like, I'm the one responsible for all this stuff. I hate life. I'm angry at everybody. It's like, it's all inside of me. Like, it has nothing to do with any of them. Mm -hmm. If you were bold enough, courageous enough to take that step, it would be like a punch in the nose. It's going to be like, fucking, it's going to rock you, okay? But if you can shake that one off and go, okay, fine, I have that, you could turn your entire life around on a fucking dime. Mm -hmm. Like, I can tell you this. And I've had my humility moments where, you know, now, here's the other issue. What you mirror, you will create. So, you will seek and find. So, here's the thing. If you look for things like, shit, I don't know, like disloyalty. Let's just take that, for mm -hmm. example. That's one I did. You will find that everywhere. You'll find all the most disloyal people in the world. And you will actually bring them into your life because they best reflect and align your internal world. Mm -hmm. And so in a weird way, you call upon the very people that you despise or the very people you wouldn't want because you haven't worked through that issue. Yeah. So, you know, it, this isn't easy. This is, this is humility work. But the thing is, is I think the reason why people have a problem accepting where they are and just being is because they don't like what they're reflecting out and they don't like um, the internal world that they've accepted for themselves. And I think part of like being with yourself is about having some humility and some honesty because really like you don't have like here's the exciting news. This is this is it. This is the exciting news. You don't have to go anywhere or do anything. You can literally stay where you are, sit, you can meditate, you can journal on it, you can figure this out from within yourself and you can literally right the wrongs you've allowed into your life. And by the way, these wrongs, these things that are in your life, these things that you've seeked and found may not even be yours. It's not your fault. It is what it is. Doesn't matter how old you are, you can change your entire life in a moment if you're willing to have the humility to sit with yourself and be in it and say, fuck this shit. 
I'm tired of this. I'm tired of attracting this type of person in my life or this type of situation or this type of whatever. I'm going to evolve this. Now, what is the problem? Why do I look for this? What do I get out of it? You know, um, take my one client, for example. Every time something good happens for me, something bad happens over there. What a great excuse not to do anything good for yourself. Mm. Cut that shit out. Just cut it with a fucking knife like cancer. That's a bad fucking thing in your life. And you can just get rid of it. But do you have the courage, the boldness, the, the audacity to say, I don't want it? Or are you going to be victim? Are you going to sit in it and say, ah, this is my life. I'm stuck. Uh, blah, blah. Like, it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, look, nobody's going to do it for you. But if you are willing, I, I guarantee people will pop out of the woodwork and they'll say, okay, good, I'll help you. I will help because you will mirror it back. Because I guarantee you, if you're hearing this, if, if this, what I'm saying, and this is a call to action, man. This is a fucking call right now. Because <laughs> I'm saying, if you're hearing this, I guarantee other people are hearing it and they're looking for you. So go find each other and go fucking change your lives. And, and, and that's not about hustling. That's not about goals. That's not about getting anywhere. That's about you being with you and saying, I'm fucking alive and I'm going to do this life. That's it. And then all the goals and all the other shit will come along. Mm -hmm. But if you're working against yourself, man, or woman, <laughs> whoever you're out there listening and hearing this and this is fucking boiling your skin right now because you know it's true. I'm here for you. There's people out here who are here for you. So you got to sit with yourself and you got to do the work. And the work is you sitting with yourself, number one. And then, and then you'll work through it and shit will come up. And you'll work through it and shit will come up. And you'll get a slap in the face out of humility and shit will come up and you'll work through it. And this is what you'll do for the next little bit. But pretty soon, you're gonna be, you're gonna be you. You're gonna be with you. Yeah. There's a quote. One quote. I'm gonna finish with this. You had purpose long before anyone else had an opinion. I can't remember who said that. I think it was Maya D'Angelo or somebody mm. like that. But you had purpose long before anyone else had an opinion. I love that quote. Mm -hmm. I wish I remembered who said it. Maybe I can refer to it later. But someone else said it, and I really like it. And I think it's a really good point because I really do think that you have some stuff inside of you that is just being weighed down by other people's opinions, ideas, and the, the, maybe the family or society or culture you were born into. And it's up to you, man. You got you to gotta reset it. You got to restart. Or you just decide you're stuck with it. And you know what? That's your, that's your choice. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it comes down to a real face-to-face -face, a real sort of confrontation with who you really are yeah you know that's that's where it all begins you know who you are how you really feel real honesty yeah with and who you are is not anything it's it's this it's undiscovered that's the beauty of it it's yeah. not something you, you're not going to label it you what you're going to realize if you ever get to that is you're going to realize like i'm this blank slate i'm this this open canvas of life and, you know, I'm not stuck and bound to whatever I thought I was bound to. Yeah. And that's going to be daunting and scary because you're going to have nothing yeah, to cling to anymore. It definitely can be. Well, sure. it might be. Yeah. Maybe it won't be. Maybe, Maybe it'll be it won't be. Yeah. Maybe it'll be wonderful. Never be sure. It's like, it's like I oh, guess I'm wow. only relaying my own experience. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, sometimes, yeah, it can be, uh, it can come and just like, oh my God, I'll tell you, it for just me, takes it your whole a, world apart. I'll you tell know? you, for me, it was a shocker. But, yeah. um, you know, and I'm not saying I have it all together or figured it all out, but I can tell you that I hit the reset button because things turned, yeah. you know. There and then there's point. like, you find yourselves, you know, because sometimes it's hard to, to measure, you know, how far you've come. It is. You know, but every now and then there's these little glimpses, these moments, you're just like, oh, you know, where suddenly you're confronted with something and you go, you know, I remember when something like this would have just sent me into just a dark and terrible space. Mm-hmm. And now I'm calm, you know, now I'm calm and I'm clear about this situation now. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, those those little pieces are those things that tell you it's just like, oh, wow, I've, I've, I'm not the person that I used to be. You know, and for the better, because I'm a more peaceful person than I was before. Yeah. It's incredible. Also, I'll say one other thing. Don't worry if it gets uglier or more painful before. Like, that's part of the process. Sometimes things get uglier or more painful before they get better. Yeah. You know, when it, for me, when things start getting really painful or they start getting really ugly, I, I, I have in my mind, I simply decide, okay, well, they must be getting better. There, there must be something like if it's not something that's like, a, I mean, there's certain things where you're like, oh, this is getting worse. I should go to the doctor or this is whatever. Some, like something like that, you know, where it's like you should get yourself checked out or yeah. whatever. Or you should talk to somebody. I mean, there's certain things where, you know, you, for example, when you're resetting your life, you might find yourself feeling really lonely because a lot of the people in your life don't align with who you want to be anymore and maybe you're hanging out with a lot of uh, drug addicts or people that were abusing things or abusing you or poor behavior or they were thieves whatever there's a lot of guys i work with at my work um a lot of these temps that come in and these guys have had uh you know um a lot of them are, are had drug addictions and they've been recovering one of the biggest things they'll say and i've heard this before but they'll say you know I don't hang out with the same people I used to hang out with. And and that's hard for them, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have the same social circle. They feel more alone. But I see a lot of these guys, and they're really doing work to, like, correct their lives. And there's a reason why they're a temporary worker, right? Because somewhere along the line, they kind of, like, fucked up. And now they're trying to reestablish themselves. Yeah. But good on them for figuring it out. But part of that can be a painful humbling experience where it's like i feel really alone and i'm doing this i don't have a regular job or i'm working for this agency that's you know and when you're a temp you don't necessarily get um at least at our job we try to treat everybody well but you know i'm sure they go to a lot of job sites they just get walked on and spat on basically um looked down upon Mm -hmm. and all i can say is that when you're going through a transition in your life sometimes there can be things that are more uncomfortable and painful, but that can be part of it. That's part of the healing process. Sometimes, you know, like loneliness, for example, might be a part of the process of revamping your social circle. So if you're trying to avoid loneliness and change your social circle, you can't do both, you know, like, you know, I'm not going to say that you're going to feel lonely, but you might feel alone in doing that it's funny how this talk goes but basically what i'm saying is that you know you're gonna 
if you're all I'm saying is this if you're being truly authentic to who you are that's going to take you on a journey and sometimes those journeys are going to bring you through lows just keep being with yourself don't try and be anything else like if you're in a low try and look at that and go okay great I'm in a low for a reason I chose to be here I want to be here it's not like I'm doing this you know you don't always get to choose everything being peaceful and rosy yeah sometimes it's going to be a little painful it'll be temporary this too shall pass as yep. we often say yeah and you'll be through it you know <laughs> so there you go all right man all right well let's talk well, about this beer and and wrap this up sure yeah um you you picked this one out i so. did i like the name of this so this is how sound brewing super jupiter mango isa it's, super it's super good. jupiter i really enjoyed this it is good, this huh? one yeah. You know, it's like I, it actually goes pretty, pretty well, even in the cold season here. But, um, you know, I can really like, this is something that would be really nice to, to just drink in like the warmer weather. I feel, you know, it seems just, like it goes both ways. It's very, yeah. it's very cloudy. It is. Yeah. It's got a lot of, um, yeah, it's got a lot of, uh, texture and, and layer to it. A little, a little bit, um, a little bit dry and a little bit thicker. I noticed as mm-hmm. well for a for a beer so i mean yeah it's nice and but it's rich. tasty though it's um i guess the mango makes it a little more tasty and it's it's a nice smooth easy drinker yeah a little um, hoppy but not super hoppy it's it's yeah i, love I mean it. it's an isa right it's supposed to be it's supposed to be easy like easy to drink so yeah i really like the name super jupiter yeah <laughs> see that label yeah there you go there it's a cool label it. too Oh, nice. Yeah, we always have a beer on the podcast because it spurs on the conversation, as we often say. Yeah. That's how these started. We uh, would have a beer, and we would talk about art, and then we decided to record it. So there you go. All right, so wrapping this up, my man. Wrapping this up. What are your What are your conclusions after we put some attention on this? <laughs> well, I mean conclusions i don't know if there's any conclusions that i have for this but you know it's for me it's it's really just given me a greater understanding a greater sense of why this is important for me to continue on my own sort of path here of of keeping myself in check of just like hey am i am i trying to be somebody right now in this moment you know, in this interaction with this person or in this, mm-hmm. you know, in this blog that I'm writing and all that stuff, like, am I, am I trying to be someone here? Right. And, and keeping that in check, like, because this conversation has really started to reveal to me on a greater level of just how, how much that whole notion just undermines everything that we do in our lives and and our ability to just enjoy our lives Mm -hmm. you know and to enjoy the things that we do like it's it's incredible you know what that that what a need that needless pressure does and also you know we didn't even really get into this too much this is more in our our pre-talk but the bizarre part of it is that that sort of that need to be something makes it less likely to be so, mm-hmm. you know, because it's it's 
like you said, it means that you're to some extent you're gonna be safe. You're going to be a little bit contrived, especially when you're creating something. You know, if you're trying to be something, it's it's gonna come from from somewhere that something that we've already seen before. There's not gonna be any risk. There's not gonna be any anything that's maybe authentically you, what's in you that's coming out. You know, because you're gonna be working off of what somebody else has done, mm-hmm. you know. So in that whole process, the the whole trying to be something makes it less likely to be so. So it's like, you know, the, this whole thing, I'm like, it's completely illogical. But yet, I don't want to speak for, for the world at large, but I feel like this is something I can say is a fairly general thing that a lot of us are operating on. But definitely for myself, I can say it's like, yeah, this is a, a deep influence that that I'm working on, right? And and at the other side of it, I see that there is incredible power and freedom at the other side. I would say that I agree. <laughs> and I would also say that to second that point is that when you're trying to be something, it's a lot harder to do something. Yes. We never really said that, but I mean, the title yeah, suggests it. But yeah, I mean, it really is, it's a lot harder to do whatever it is that you want to do when you're trying to be something because you you can't just let yourself do it. Um, So, I I mean, I got pretty passionate, surprisingly, on this (laughs) podcast about some stuff. You never know. uh, You never know. But I don't take any of it back. I really do wholeheartedly believe in all that. And I would say that you are where you are. And it's incredible and it's wonderful and it's, it is perfect. But if you're willing to accept that, then I think that you can start doing some pretty cool stuff. I think if you keep rejecting it and you keep trying to make it different, you're going to keep finding yourself running on a hamster wheel. You know, you keep running into the same problems and you can run that hamster wheel until you die if you want. But if you just take the one notion that is wherever you are is where it is, this is it. Wherever you are is the spot to be, man, because that's where yeah. you are. And you and you you decide, okay, well, what I'm going to do, you're free. You can do anything you want. So I think, number one, walk away from this conversation. My conclusion would be walk away from this conversation and just decide that where you are is perfect and that it's, it's all good, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> and you can do that. From there, you can be whoever you want to be through doing your expression and what you'll be will be a discovery. It will be something you find out. Um, and the other final thing that I would say is that be kind to yourself. You know, this isn't always easy. Life's hard. Life can be challenging. Life can be easy and wonderful and glorious some moments and it can be super challenging in others. Be kind to yourself. You know, you maybe you've messed up somewhere. Maybe you found yourself in a spot that's not so good. It's all right. It's all right. No problem. Start again. Go again. It's all good. You know, maybe you messed up. Maybe you got some regrets. Let them go. Let's just let's just do your life. okay? like let's just create. Let's express yourself. It doesn't matter. And this is why I like video games, because I like this idea. I kind of like movies this way, too. But I like video games because you get control of them. 
and control your character, but just placing a character in a situation and saying, okay, go live this guy's life or go live this girl's life or this alien's life or whatever. Go do this and deal with these challenges and figure it out. That's your life right now. You're in a video game, you know, you may as well be. You're starting right here. This is a start point. Game begins, go ahead. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.